We are the Adventuring Guild, and this is the Home Brew Review. Joining us once again for another episode of the Homebrew Review. We were we were able to, after several down characters, push our way through that giant meteor chunk that was the weirding bats, and we are now moving on to the Echoes of the Weeping War. So we will go ahead and start with our introductions once again and tell everybody kind of what we felt went on last time and how everything went. We'll we'll start off with Micah. So um Michael Holmes returning once again with Audax Fortis, the human fury crafter. Um, last episode, I, I struggled a little bit with staying up and in the fight. Uh, not going to get a whole lot to help out with that uh, in the in the upcoming session, but I'm okay with that. Um, I did do a lot of what I intended to do, which is just wreak havoc on the enemy forces. Uh, the fury enhanced strike ability really came in handy. Uh, just being able to add that massive boost to damage is a big deal, and uh, coming up with with uh, things that I've gained in the more recent in our you know in our character upgrades, uh, got a, po- a stone of luck, which will help uh, shore up some of those save problems I was having, as well as the I acquired a potion of stone giant strength, which is going to be a huge deal for me, adding in those. Uh, that, that strength boost, especially with Great Weapon Master coming through as a feat that I took instead of the ability score improvement, so that whenever I'm creating or downing enemies, I'm just following up with more and more attacks. The more attacks I get, the more strength helps me. Um, gaining the ability to treat my uh, standard weapon as a magical weapon at 7th level with my uh, with the uh, Fury Crafter archetype I chose is going to would normally help if I hadn't picked up a plus one greatsword in between sessions as well. Um, the other big boost that I'm going to get is as leveling up, or through leveling up, I've also gained access to more spell slots, which, yeah, I could cast spells with them, but being able to use those for my Fury Enhanced Strike is going to... More usages of that with higher rewards is going to be a huge, huge help in thinning the ranks as quickly as possible. Hi, I'm Hope, and I play Nala Greywhisker. Uh, the Cat Sith Cleric of the Balanced Domain. Last game, I got to do a lot of healing, which was really nice, because sometimes in a campaign, you know, you don't always get to do a lot of healing the first time around. So that was really nice to actually be able to use, like, every single healing spell that I had on me. Uh, some of the best features that I liked were the Karma Points, which came from the Balanced Domain. That was really nice because it is your level plus five, And so at the beginning levels, you don't really get that much. I only had nine, so I could only give nine points of healing. But it was also really nice to have that double heal and damage, and that gets bumped up this next thing, this next session. So that's going to be really fun to use. The feline luck was actually really nice to have out of the cat set. 
Uh, that allows you to re-roll a one, which I rolled quite a few of, so that was really, really nice to have. <laughs> you ain't that ones. Overall, I thought the class and race were really balanced. I was really happy with that. <laughs> balanced domain, and it's balanced. <laughs> Alright. Yeah, so that was really nice, just having something that really wasn't overpowered. So the last few times I've played, the characters that I had, there were quite a few aspects that were overpowered, but this one is really nice and simple. What I'm looking forward to this coming session is I get Counterbalance, which is one of my uh, channel divinities. And that allows me to, when there's a creature within 10 feet of me that is damaged or healed, I get to do half of that in the opposite to a different creature. So if someone's dealt 10 damage next to me, I can take that, have it, and give 5 points of that to healing to someone else. I also get potent spellcasting, which allows me to add my wisdom modifier to my cantrips, and that's going to be really nice. So I'm really excited to continue playing it this session. Hello everyone, this is Virgil and I am playing Matthias LaCroix, the damn fear vampire sorcerer. Uh, the last session, uh, I had a lot of fun uh, using a lot of charm effects, Crown of Madness being the staple ability I was using. Um, some of the really nice features with this class, if I didn't roll like crap, hard to kill would have been great during my saving throws, but uh, I just roll terrible, but advantage on saving throw on death saves is just yeah, advantage on death saves is such a powerful thing. I mean, that can really save you. Um, and then the other thing was sunlight sensitivity. Uh, on attack rolls, I would have disadvantage. Uh, however, with my daywalker racial ability, uh, I can expend a hit die to ignore sunlight sensitivity for a little while. So even when we're outside, I really didn't have to worry about the environment affecting me uh, for a lot of it. Um, with the next coming, uh, with this coming up session, uh, one of the things I'm, I'm looking forward to a couple of things. Uh, the I get extra attack at level six with my archetype. Uh, I get the extra attack feature. Uh, as well with that is my unarmed attacks now count as magical for overcoming resistance and uh, immunity to non-magical attacks. Uh, so that'll be nice in a pinch. I'm hoping I don't have to use it a lot, but when you're backed in a corner, it would it would really save you. Um, the other big feature I'm really looking forward to is vampiric regeneration. At level six, uh, every round, at the start of each of my rounds, I gain temp hit points equal to half my sorcerer level. So at level eight, at the start of each of my rounds, I get four temp hit points, which isn't a lot, but every round can that'll add up after a while. So if I do get in a pinch or I decide I can go up front and help out the team, uh, I don't have to worry so much with my ten AC. So I really do feel that the pros of the temp hit points and the extra attack balance out the low AC of a sorcerer uh, in this case. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing how uh, the damn fear sorcerer fares in this upcoming adventure. Yeah, those ten pit points would be nice. It's almost as if you have kind of the heavy ma heavy armor mastery thing, where you're just yeah. going to be able to deduct basically four points of damage uh, every round. On to me, I take it. Yes. Hello everybody, it's Brayden back again and I am playing Moonbones, the Awakened Undead Sculptor. Uh, last week I did a lot of protecting of my allies, uh, 
I found out that Moonbones also serves as a pretty good ramp. <laughs> um, I really... I really enjoyed the protection fighting style, sort of moving alongside my allies constantly and attempting to sort of thwart my opponent's attacks. Um, I'm not going to lie, I thought that the earlier levels of the Sculptor were going to be a bit of a drag without much sort of to do, but after playing it, I can say that that is the opposite. Um, I had a lot of fun with the spell casting. I also found myself being a fairly effective sort of backup healer to our cleric. Um, the heavy weapon mastery, oh sorry, heavy armor mastery, uh, proved uh, very useful. And the uh, other, one of my other favorite features was uh, taking my hand off and rushing towards that bush. Uh, <laughs> didn't do any, didn't do anything at all. But um, yeah, I'm enjoying playing Moonburn so far. So far, being an undead creature has only come up a few times, mainly with the banshee and not being able to heal. Uh, and so far it doesn't seem like it's impacting the game too much. Uh, I think the high AC that I have kind of mitigated the fact that I am not able to be healed. Um, but aside from that, um, yeah, the class itself seems fairly well balanced and seems to fit perfectly within the party, not really outplaying or being outplayed by anyone. And the skeleton definitely has its benefits, but it also has its obvious downsides. But I seem to think they weigh each other out pretty well. Um, coming up onto 8th level, Moonbones gained a number of awesome new abilities. Uh, the base sculptor uh, class grants him extra attack, and all his attacks become magical with his shield, as well as he gains a number of proficiencies and new spells. Uh, but there are three things that I'm super excited about for this coming week, and they are coming from his subclass and the feat I chose at 8th level, as advised by the creator of the class, Ross Lisa, when I asked him. Uh, Moonbones gains the Impromptu Battlements ability, which allows him to slam his shield into the ground as an action and make a 4 feet tall by 15 feet long wall. Meaning he pretty much has his own little fortification he creates and give his ranged allies a bit more cover than before, which, mechanically speaking, everyone along the side of the wall would gain half cover, so a plus 2 to AC. That's awesome. Uh, he also gains the Charging Bulwark ability, which allows him three times per day to knock people prone when he hits them with his shield after running at them. So that's going to be fun. More sort of uh, control of the enemy and attempting to knock them prone. And add on to all the shield bashing madness, after I take the attack action, I can use my now um, evident shield master feat to attempt to shove them and knock them prone as well. So I'm just going to be attempting to shield bash everyone. Yeah. I'm super excited. I'm, I foresee Moonbones having a slightly better damage output than last week, but a much, much greater ability to control his enemies and grant his allies on uh, grant his allies advantage on attack rolls after he's knocked the creature prone. That is going to be crazy to see. Kind of picking up from last week, you guys would have returned um, to Hillsfar, uh, done battle, other adventures for your faction. Uh, before receiving your orders once again from the Lord's Alliance. You would have been given a, a message from one of the local representatives that is instructing you to venture downriver and investigate rumors to and find a archaeologist, a quote-unquote ethically challenged treasure hunter named Carola, who is procuring elven artifacts, in particular a fabled elf blade. Rumors of this have spread all over the place, and you are set to recover it and the uh, archaeologist. 
So you guys would have made your way downriver to the Wayfarers Inn Tavern. This would have been uh, kind of the jumping off point for exploring the forest and everything south of there uh, from Cormanther. The, um, well, let me just read this for the descriptions. Elmwood bustles with activity as fishermen and traders of all sorts jostle among the crowds. The Wayfarer's Rest Inn sits just back from the waterfront, a well-tended, sturdy building of newer construction that gives a broad view of the shoreline. This is the nexus for rumors surrounding the possible discovery of one of the fabled elf blades of ancient Cormanther. So this is kind of where all the hustle and bustle is going on. Uh, you guys enter into this tavern, uh, this inn, and it is, of course, bustling with business. There are people all around, a sturdy bartender, a halfling in his middle years by the name of Halser, uh, greets you guys warmly upon entering and takes any food orders and beverages that you need. Uh, you would know that the eel pies here are known to be very tasty uh, and kind of their well-known dish. Um, he is also more than a little bit of a gossip, uh, handing out information, unwarranted or not, uh, to all of those who enter with very little prodding needed. So what would you guys like to do? We're going to have a drink. Okay, or just a ale or something? Yeah, I'm a simple man. Okay. He serves up your ale with gusto, costing just a copper coin for a mug. I walk alongside Odax and say, One ale pie, my man. Uh, he definitely is a little bit uh, discouraged by the thought of watching you eat this, but um, having seen Stranger Things, uh, he, he dishes you up the eel pie. And hands it up my skeleton hand is going. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, the mess on the floor is ignored. Uh, as is, well, I guess most of it would be caught up in your splint mail, uh, yep. uh, towards the bottom of your feet, making a slight squishing sound as you walk. Oh, delicious. <laughs> well, one thing that happened last game was that. We got a scroll of fine familiar, and I used that. And so now I have a cat friend, and he's part of our clouder, which is our oh, family. Oh, I'm sorry, no pets allowed. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> he's not a pet. He is part of our clouder. He is family. Oh snap! And I'm going to demand a round of milk for us. Okay. <laughs> he he serves up milk with uh, a bit of a raised eyebrow, as milk is not something often served in uh, taverns and bars. Looking at my glass of milk, looking at my beer. As I, I would not, I, yes, I would not suggest double fisting uh, beer and milk. That would not be. Oh, we'll give you my milk. All right, Edwin, which is the name Delicious. of my familiar, he's gonna come over and start licking at the milk that you let him have. All right. Uh, so, in talking with this, um, uh, with this barkeep, uh, you learn a few different things about the um, expedition that was sent out that you were sent to find. Uh, you would know that. Um, Carola was very adamant about finding this blade and had very few scruples on to who he hired to help him do it and uh, what all he did to get there. So you would know that he'd left on a ship called the Green Reach. The boat is captained by a Grant Coden, uh, who was uh, nice enough, or so you were told, who went upriver with Carola and uh, dropped him off and basically left him there, waited, came back without any companions in tow. 
Uh, but he wasn't going to wait forever. He was only paid to stay the one day and wait. So he came back figuring the adventure was lost or whatever. He didn't care. Uh, so he came back. Uh, other than that, all you really know is that uh, Carola hired two fancy sword swingers, a huntsman and an elf lady, to go upriver with him. And uh, that is about it. You know that you could trek your way across the forest to get there, uh, or take a ship if you so choose, but you could do either to get where you need to go. Either way, the area that they went to is marked on your map. Might as well take a ship. No sense in trekking the whole way. Yeah, okay. I will be very cautious about getting on the ship, because that's how I ended up here in the, in the, in the first place. <laughs> well, since this is a river, you don't have to worry too much about ending up anywhere too crazy. Um as far as that is concerned, but you do hop on this boat, and he begins taking you up the river towards an old fort, which sits right off the river. So you guys are continuing down there. Let me find the right section, as there are several different paths. Let's see. You guys are able to uh, negotiate a price of 10 gold ahead to uh, go up the river, even though he took the other two or the other group up there, the captain will only wait a day for you. He's not going to waste all of his time here and risk anything by staying there for too long. So it's going to take three days to reach this. Can I make a persuasion roll to lower the cost of this? Yeah, go ahead and make an attempt. Okay. Being a noble and of the Lord's Alliance, I'm sure that you would give us a break. Snooty little turd. It's a 24 persuasion? Yeah, that's enough. He, he'll he mark it down to 8 gold ahead. It's the lowest he'll go with it. Okay, so but he's still only waiting one day. Does Edwin have to pay? No, uh, the, the cat does not. That's right free. I yes. Will, he's I, not a pet. He's <laughs> part of our family. He's part of our clouder. Actually, he might see her as a pet. That is true. He I'm pretty sure cats see everybody as their pets. I mean, they're kind of the rulers here. I'll pay for everyone's voyage. All right, so um, after the first day, uh, nothing really happens. Uh, just lazily floating down the river. However, on the morning of the second day of travel, you are going along this river, and all of a sudden, you hit something hard. And one, two, three, four, five serpentine heads come out from the front of this boat as you are beset by a hydra. Everybody roll me initiative. Alright, the turn order will go Matthias, Hydra, Nala, Moonbones, and Audax. Yes, Fika. Actually never mind. I was I was I was going to do a little bit of metagaming in relation to Hydras and the fact that uh um Audax being Alaren, they originated from the Lost Legion, the Lost <laughs> Roman Legion, where they have any sort of knowledge passed down about any of the mythological creatures of Greek and Roman societies. You know what? Go ahead, because I, I love a good backstory. Go ahead and roll me an intelligence check. <laughs> oh, that one. Oh, man. You were completely taking that, taking a nap that day. In, in class uh, when they were speaking of these beasts, so you're like, holy crap, five heads! And that's, kill it with fire! And that's all that you know. It came out of water, I'm not gonna use fire? Uh, that's true. That's that a water true. fury! Uh, as you see this Hydra 
come out of the water and roar at you. You see one off to each side of the boat as well. Two single-headed uh, small hydras breach the surface of the water as well. So I'm going to go ahead and say this boat is, um, we're going to call it 20 foot wide by about 30 foot long. Um, I will let you guys decide where you are placement-wise on that boat. You can pretty much reach either end in a single turn. And um, the Hydra would have been uh, at the very front of the ship. The five heads covering it is a large creature, so it would be covering half of that front. Uh, excuse me, it's huge, so it would be covering the entire front of that ship. And the young Hydras are uh, medium-sized, so they would be on either side about 10 foot back on each side of the ship. So we will start with Matthias. Okay. Uh, uh, kind of in the center of the boat. Okay. A little ways back. Um, I'm going to cast Chaos Bolt at the third level. All right. At the Hydra or at one of the younglings? The, the younglings. All right. And that is a 23 to hit? Yes, that will very much hit. This one, this one, that one, two, three, D6. Is a six and a one, which means the damage type is poison or acid. I'm gonna go with acid damage. Okay. So that's seven, ten, fifteen, nineteen points of acid damage. Ouch! To one of the little ones. Yes, it did not like that, and it is not doing good after that. On then to the creatures. You see the Hydra roar out, and it attacks. Uh, who would have been up front in the boat? I would have okay. been probably about 10 feet back from the front, about towards the middle. All right. Then all five heads will attack uh, Moonbones. Yeah. <laughs> you sound so excited about it, but don't... Oh, goodness gracious. Okay, um... One miss, two miss, because now you're a 19. Um, one hit, and two more hits. So three total hits from the heads. You take... And are these attacks considered magical? Let me see. No, they are not. All right, and is each head a single attack? Yes, each head is a separate attack, so I'll roll these damages separately. Uh, that's 13 for one. Uh, that's 14 for one. And that's another 13 for the other. Okay, 31 points of damage. All right. Uh, the two younglings, uh, would somebody have been on the sides of the ship or no? No, I was center near the back end of it. Okay, the two younglings then uh, approach the front of the ship, um, but uh, they are not able to get within striking distance because of how large the Hydra is and a third youngling appears about 10 feet behind the boat, and that's it, the end of its movement. We then go on to Nala. Um, I am going to cast Aid. So everyone, if I'm in the middle, everyone would be like within 30 feet of me, right? Yes, the yeah. entire ship is only 30 foot across. So I'm gonna cast Aid, so all three of you get plus five to your maximum HP in your current hit points, but I don't think anyone's taking any damage, so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's right. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> uh, you gain five, and so you heal a couple there. 
She she was busy grooming her cat. She didn't, you know, nope. notice that attack. <laughs> actually, I probably would be, but no, Edmund's actually sitting <laughs> behind me giving himself a bat. We're all sitting out here battling, and he's just sitting there looking himself. Yeah, cats don't care. <laughs> all right, on to Moonbones. All right, um, I am going to rush towards this Hydra at the uh, front of the boat in front of me, and I'm going to cast... Wrathful Smite on my shield as a bonus action. Alright. And make two attacks against it. Go ahead. So the first attack would be a 16. Yes, that will hit. The second attack's an 8. No, not quite. Alright, so the first attack deals 5 points of bludgeoning damage and 4 points of psychic damage, and it needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Alright, 5 and 4 is 9, and uh, it rolled a 17 plus 0, so 17. It succeeds. Alright. It's not frightened. Okay. And I'll end my turn. Alright. Just for clarification, yes. is, it di- is it day or night? Um, let us, uh, it says specifically in the book, the morning of. So the morning of the second day. Okay. Uh, then, for clarification, I didn't say it, but it won't affect what happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have used uh, my daywalker to ignore my sunlight sensitivity for ten minutes. Okay. On then to Onyx. Okay. Um, we're gonna go choppy choppy. So, gonna sidle up to the Hydra in front of us. All right. Standing next to Moonbones. Yep. Okay. And I'll make my attack and then extra attack. Um, that is a 1626 to hit. Alright, that will hit. For a 12 points of slashing damage. Ouch. Uh, second attack, we're going to actually use our great weapon master ability. Okay. That says I can take a minus 5 penalty on the attack for plus 10 on the damage. Alright. Uh, nope, a 10 is 11 won't hit. No, not quite enough. Uh, it is able to rear back with one of its heads that we just miss um, swiping across it. We then move back on to Matthias. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, use my twin spell ability. Alright. Uh, and cast Witch Bolt at the second level uh, targeting... Uh, the big hydra, and then the uh, one of the wound, or one of the smaller ones. The one that you wounded, or a separate one? How bad is the one that's wounded? Uh, okay, wait, can you twin spell it because it's concentration? It says it counts as the same spell. Okay, yep. it's not two separate spells; it's the same one. All right, yep. Not a that, problem. I had that thought about. So, you know, that ability, and it says it counts as the same casting of the spell. Okay, so not a problem. One. Then one of the wounded ones, or one of the full health? Uh, how bad are the wounded ones? The one, the only wounded. one that's wounded is very wounded. Uh, I'll attack one of the full health ones. Okay. Uh, just because I want to get the full use of the spell, so... Alright. Uh, I'd be two attack holes. That is a 27 and a 17. Both will hit. Okay, so I cast it at seven levels, so they both take, uh, that's a 15 for one of them, and a 14 for the other. All right, and you're locked on to both of those targets then. 
All right, one of the heads of the Hydra bursts um, as it takes that damage. Oh no. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's see, we are now on to the Hydra's turn. Two heads grow from the stump that was the one. All of them attack. I'm going to say three on Moonbones and three on Audax. And are you wielding your shield, Moonbones? I am. Okay, so disadvantage on one of them against Micah? Yes. Okay. All right, Micah, only one of them will hit uh, with a... Oh, wait, no, uh, plus eight to hit. So still, only one of them will hit. Uh, you take <laughs> a whopping seven points of piercing damage, and three of them against Moonbones. Ouch. Two of them will hit. Uh, 19 and a 24. Uh, you take the first one is 13 points of damage. The second one is 12 points of damage. Okay, 19 points of damage. All right, and I'm going to say uh, one of the younglings uh, is able to get up there and attack uh, one of you. I'm going to see which. Number one, so Micah, you are also going to take an attack from one of the younglings being close enough to the edge. Uh, you only take, though, yes, because that will hit. You only take six points of piercing damage. We then move on to uh, Nala. Since I still don't really have anything that can heal Moonbones, it doesn't specify in Death Ward against, it just says a creature. Mm -hmm. So I want to cast Death Ward on Moonbones, and that means for the next eight hours, if he, like, has a, like, if a hit is going to take him down to zero, instead it just takes him down to one. Okay. For the first time. Okay, uh, we then move on to Moonbones. Okay, well, Moonbones is going to take from his bag the potion of superior healing, and he's going to drink it. <laughs> Wonderful idea. 28 points of healing damage. <laughs> yes. The best kind of damage. Yes, I'm back up to 51 HP, so not too bad. All right. Uh, and then for my bonus action, I will... Mm, I won't do anything, I'll just stand next to... Uh, can I use a reaction? Hold on. How many points did you heal? Uh, 28. 28. Nah, never mind. I won't do it yet. Okay. On then to Audax. Um, this thing is spoopy. <laughs> Technical term there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I think I might actually... Drink that potion of stone giant strength. Okay. And since that's my action, I'm not going to cast any spells as bonus actions, so I'm just going to be ready for smacking. All right. We then move on to Matthias. That is an 11 for one of them and three for the other. Okay. Which is which? Uh, 11 on the big one, three on the little one. All right. Uh, let me move this over here so I can keep Lightning track damage. of how much damage per round. Lightning damage, if it means anything. All right, and what was the other one? Three and eleven. Okay, three on the other one. All right, the little guy is almost gone, um, reacting very badly to that damage. On then to the Hydra. The Hydra is once again going to make six attacks. Um, three against um, uh, Audax and three against Moonbones. 
I will do protection. All right, the first one, that saved him because that was a crit and also a two. So, awesome. The other two heads attack, and one of those will hit, the other will not. So you take, uh, oh, damn, almost max. Uh, you take 14 points of piercing damage odd X, and none of those are actually going to hit you, Moonbones. The one youngling yeah. will once again attack um, odd X, and that will hit as well. Um, and I rolled minimum, so you only take three points of piercing damage from that one. All right, and since no heads have been lobbed off last turn, no new ones sprout. We then move on to Nala. Moonbones, are you doing okay now? Or Yeah, I'm fine, thank you. Okay. And everyone else? You guys looking okay? About two-thirds, give or take. Okay. <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 62, what would okay. you... On a scale of 1 to 68, yeah, I am... Um, I'm feeling about a 40. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to go over to the small one that uh, Matthias is attacking and try uh, inflict wounds. Okay. That's a 16. That will hit. Okay. That is 14 points of necrotic damage. Its bones, or its wounds necrify and putrefy, and it sinks below the water. Uh, Virgil, Witchbolt, you can't move it as a bonus action, can you? I don't think so. I didn't think so. All right. Uh, so that one sinks below the water and expires. We move on to Moonbones. Was that the, the big hydra didn't die? Did it over? Yeah, one of the little younglings did. Okay. Um, do I think that if I move back away from this thing, all these heads are going to get attacked of opportunity against me? Uh, roll me a knowledge check. Okay. Uh, 14. Oh, plus my intelligence is 17. Uh, you're pretty sure they're very aware of what's going on, uh, so it's a safe bet that they would all be able to attack. Hmm. Well, I'll do it anyway. I rush back. <laughs> actually, no. Actually, no, I wouldn't be able to do that anyway. I'll, I'll stay within range, sorry. Um, and I am going to cast as a bonus action on my shield, Thunderous Smite. Alright. So okay. first, first time you hit a creature with a weapon attack during the spell's duration of one minute, uh, your weapon rings with thunder that is audible within 300 feet of you and the attack deals an extra 2d6 thunder damage. Additionally, if the target is a creature, it must make a strength saving throw or be pushed 10 feet away and knocked prone. Goodness, alright. I will attack. That's my first attack's a 17 to hit. Yes, that will definitely hit. Okay. He needs to make a strength saving throw. That it has in spades. Uh, that is a 22. Okay, never mind that. He takes uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage and 11 points of thunder damage. Okay, so an additional 21 then? On yep. top of the 17? Yes, and I will stand beside my friend Odax. All right, another head bursts uh, as you attack it. See, learn how to do math, Bob. All right. Uh, yes, another head bursts as uh, you attack. We then move on to Audax. Is there no end to these things? <laughs> <laughs> I will be their end. All right. Uh, first attack. Will a 28 hit? Uh, yes, that will most definitely hit. 
for nine points of slashing damage. All right. Second attack is a 22. Yes. For... Oh, sorry, uh, 18 points of slashing damage. Okay. I forgot to add 7 to that first damage roll. Gotcha. Not Did that kill any of the heads? Uh, that's what I'm adding up right now. Yes, a second head explodes uh, as you deal that damage to it. Then our great weapon master feet would... Would that let me make another... I'm going to go ahead and say yeah, because you were being attacked by that one youngling. So go ahead and do the damage to the youngling next to it. All right, so 17 minus 5, 12 plus... Sorry, my brain is not wanting to math right right now. <laughs> That'd be a straight 17 to hit for with using my uh, minus 5 plus 10 damage. Yes. Just because we're going to be going to this guy. Uh, we'll reroll that one. For an extra 12 plus 10, 22 points of damage to the young one. That is exactly what you needed to lob the head off of this creature. And it sinks below the waves. Alright, we then, after that extremely productive round, move on to Matthias. Uh, there's just the big Hydra and one little one left? Yes, the one little one that you did all that damage to first round, um, and then the Hydra that is missing two heads since the last attack. Okay. Uh, with uh, uh, Witch Bolt on the big one, it does two points of lightning damage. Alright. And then I'm going to Quicken Spell and cast Chaos Bolt at the little one. Okay. And that is a 19 to hit. Yes, that will hit. Okay. That does... Oh, so close. Uh, five and six. That's more than enough, though. No. Uh, it's, uh, five or six is lightning or poison, so I'm gonna go with lightning damage. Okay. Keep the thing going. And that's 15 points of lightning damage. That is more than enough to bring down the last of the younglings. It is now just the Hydra, and it is on to its turn. From each stump sprouts two heads, so now we are up to, let's see, it went six minus two plus four. We are now up to, uh, let's see, that's eight heads. Uh, are now on this Hydra, and it regains some health with each of those. My god. Yes. Um, we are now four attacks um, on each of you, um, Audax and Matthias, or uh, Audax and uh, Moonbones. Protection. Alright, uh, that one will still hit um, uh, you, Audax. Uh, so that's two hits. And so three total hits on you, Audax. So that's already a base 15. Um, plus, uh, that's 21. Uh, let's see, uh, 25. 32 points of damage against you, Audax. And Moonbones. That's one crit, one hit, and another hit. So I'll give you the crit first. Um... The crit was 13 points, Not too bad. then 6 points, then 15 points. Alright, so that is 25 points. I'm down to 26 HP. <laughs> Alright, we move right. on to Nala. Oh, hold on, actually, I'm going to use a reaction to do counterbalance. 
Okay. Uh, so Moonbones, you would only take half of that damage. And oh, excellent. Thank you. Onyx, you would heal the other half. Okay. Oh my god, that is nuts. Wow. Yeah, that is the... So 25. Ha- yes. So 12 points of damage. And then you would and heal. And the healing. And that's counterbalance from the balance domain. That is a crazy ability. Go ahead and read that Thank for you. us just real quick. Alright, so for counterbalance, I use it as a reaction. So when someone uh, within 10 feet, I use my channel divinity to convert half of the damage that they take to healing, but I have to heal a separate creature in 10 feet. Awesome, and is that per attack or is that total damage? Uh, that's total damage. That is crazy powerful. Wow, awesome. All right, we then move on to um, Nala. It is your turn. All right. Um, so how are you guys looking now? Um, both 30%. <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. All right, then... So I'm trying to figure out which would be the best thing to do right now. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm just going to do Cure Wounds on you then as my action. So that's 12 points. And then as a bonus action, I'm going to use Shield of Faith on you as well. So you have a plus 2 to your AC for the next 10 minutes in its concentration spell. Alright, you see bright glowing energy surround Audax. Uh, almost a sheen, as if another shield was placed in front of him. I feel so protected. <laughs> yes, you feel so safe. Uh-huh. You're welcome. There, there also happens to be cat hair all over <laughs> the shield, but you know that's to be expected anywhere near just a cat. With the water, just yeah, literally, yes. On then to moon bones. All right, I will. Hmm. I will make two attacks first. I am going to. Use a bonus action to do Thunder Smite again. Okay. So my two attacks. Uh, first one is not very good. A 11 to hit. Not quite enough, no. And the second one is a 12 to hit. No, not quite enough either. Oh, poor. Yeah, it's all that cat hair. I mean, you're slightly allergic even despite the fact that you're, uh, you're no longer alive or whatever, and you you sneeze out of reflex from it. Uh, there's not quite enough to get it. Audax, it is your turn. What's life without a little risk? <laughs> so we're going to make our two attacks. We're going to utilize our minus five plus ten because I'm feeling bold and brazen. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> not quite, I'm assuming. 10 plus 10 is 20, minus 5 is 15. Exactly what you need to hit. And you know what? We're going to expend a second level spell slot. Okay. To add some damage to this thing. Oh. Uh, we're going to roll that. <laughs> hey! 19 points of slashing plus 10 points of force damage. And Another head explodes and you decapitate a head fully. So we're going to use our uh, bonus action to make another attack. Alright. 18 to hit. Yes, that is enough. Four. 
Roll the same oh. thing. 14 points of slashing damage. 14, you said? Yep. Okay. And then our extra attack attack is a 22 to hit. Yes. We'll just take that one for 16 points of slashing. All right. And another head. So down to six heads on this creature. And let me see. That's pretty close to killing it, I think. Um, yay, math. Yes, it is down to well, well below bloodied at this point. Uh, we then move on to Matthias. Okay. Uh, Witch Bolt does 11 points of lightning damage. Almost enough. And then I'm going to quicken spell. Quicken one. To uh, use Chill Touch. Ooh. That is a 24 to hit. Go ahead. And that is 5 points of necrotic damage. Almost. It cannot regain health points. Alright, awesome. It does two or four more heads burst, giving it ten total heads. However, what? Oh, I'm just thinking, like, yes. it's gonna run out of body space with all these heads. I know. <laughs> However, it does not regain the health points that it normally would on those heads. They are all very beaten and battered looking. However, that does mean that you each take five heads of damage. So, uh, uh, Onyx, you first. Protection. All right. That first one then misses. However, the second... Is the Hydra undead? It is not. No. Darn. <laughs> Uh, so the second hits. <laughs> Remember the plus the two to eight. Third hits. Yeah. yeah. Oh goodness. The fourth misses. The fifth hits. So that's let's see, three total hits on you. Uh, Thirty-six total points of piercing damage. And on to Moonbones. Wow. Actually, I'm gonna use my reaction to do the same thing with my counterbalance. I can use it twice per long rest. And so I'm using it for the second time. So what was the damage for that? 36, so I'd take 18. 18. And who would heal for 18? Oh goodness, I think it'd have... Well, shoot, Moonbones. Would that Will count? It, does it say it can't be used on undead or contract? It did not say. So okay, then I would... Then it can. Yeah, then I would roll that he gets it. There you go. Thank Which, you. Yes, that'll be good because I already scored one crit on you, Moonbones, and one hit. Nice. <laughs> Two hits. Three hits. So a crit and three hits. All right. For the uh, oh, each one individually. So that is fifteen. Uh, oh wait, uh, plus nine. So that is twenty-four for the first hit. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> that is eleven for the second hit. 8 for the third hit, and 12 for the um, last hit. Alright, let me tie this up. Yes, not a problem. 45 points of damage, so I still have 12. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 12 health. I'm Good thing it's almost dead. Thank God for uh, heavy armor. Exactly. On then to Nala. Okay. I'm going to use my karma points to do 13 points of damage to the Hydra and then 13 healing to you, Moonbones. In, in your fury, you rip the remaining life away from this Hydra as it sinks below the water and everything goes quiet. What would you guys like to do from here? Do you want to investigate or push off from this Hydra and immediately flee the scene? 
darkness. Imagine Moonburns has been standing, sort of braced with his shield, facing forward to the Hydra. And as he turns around, he looks at you all, and his jaws like hanging from one. <laughs> oh goodness! Let's just get that get that reset back in a in a place here. Oh my god! <laughs> I just wipe, I just like brush off something off my shoulder. I'm like, well, that wasn't too bad, guys. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I'm just like this gaping wound that's just oozing blood out of my shoulder, like. Speak for yourself. I'm just saying they're smiling because I'm like a three and a half foot cat that just killed this huge, huge creature. <laughs> and the other, and the other cat is just kind of batting off the side of the boat at one of the younglings that's still dead, just kind of laying there, <laughs> batting at this. The true victor in this match. Good job, Edwin. <laughs> uh, All right. So, what would you guys like to do from here? I'd ask the captain if Hydra are common. In uh, the captain is very. Uh, surprised and shocked at seeing this. Uh, they're not exactly unknown, but he has not run into one uh, yet on this river. Uh, so that was very, very unusual for this trip. I demand a refund. You demand a refund. Uh, <laughs> he, he demands that you then clean the boat with all the mess that you made, bleeding all over his ship as such. Yeah. I'll grab a mop. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, all right. The I'd you... say we push off, take a long rest, and I say we well well rest I'll while we're poke the, on our way. Poke the hydra. You poke the hydra. It is most definitely dead, but there does look to be kind of a weird bulge uh, in its stomach type area. Oh, cut it open! You cut open this hydra, and you find several very large uncut agates with a total of ninety gold pieces within it. I'll toss them to the person who I feel is in charge of the money, which is the person with the most of it. <laughs> well, the noble being the snootiest and cheapest of you all. Plus, it's not my contract to keep these things. <laughs> all right. I'm going to um, spend a minute using my Mana Shaper ability. I'll dispel my shield, and I'm going to create an object uh, of five foot by five foot, so I will make a cat scratch post. Oh my god! I love it. I, I would like I would like to think that it's slightly um, uh, undead in nature, so it, it's just like the skull with with uh, these bones hanging off of it, kind of around this cat scratching post. Edwin and I go and have fun. Okay, yes, you both I, are just sharpening your claws. I do agree that a long rest is in order once oh, we yes. once we hit. Land. Yes, the next day uh, there's still a full 24 hours oh, left right. on the ship and you guys are easily able to take that long rest and it is completely uneventful. Yay. Alright. I need those spell slots back. <laughs> Alright, and my potion. No and neither is my potion. Okay. So after we wake up, I am going to cast aid on the three of you. So right. you all have five additional hit points and your hit point maximum is increased by five for the next eight hours. Can we stack that? Is that stackable? Like, if I do it too, would it be, like, plus ten? No. Doesn't. The effects die. of the same spell cast multiple times don't combine. Yep. For example, a two clerics, clerics class cast bless on the same target. The so highest bonus. Yeah. Okay. That is from the PHB, page 205, Combining Magical Effects. What? Yes, That's thank actually you. where I was going to. Yes. So I remembered something like that. Yeah, it was worth looking into. Yep, but still, that plus five would probably do you some good. So, um, 
you guys finish the rest of that trip without uh, any real issues. And after that, from a distance, there is nothing to distinguish this section of forest from any other in Cormanther. According to your reckoning, though, this is the place where the former expedition disappeared. It takes a few moments to notice a section of an old oak sculpted to resemble the visage of an elf warrior and the remains of a blackened stone wall covered in moss. The air stands still, thick and heavy, as if in anticipation. So this whole area around you is very dense foliage with that is wild and uninhibited. Closer inspection reveals that the remains of a sculpted wood and masonry wall are beneath the growth, and a light mist hangs in the cool air. The canopy instructs a good deal of the light even during the day, and the area is shrouded in dim light. The air is um, very damp earth and vegetation scented. Go ahead. Um, if you guys want to um, look around, go ahead and give me a survival check. Okay. Uh, one of the magic items that we got before the section when we rolled from mm-hmm. Xanathar's was the Lantern of Revealing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to light that while we go through this mist and all that to okay. see if maybe it lights up something invisible 18 um, or something like that. Okay. 18 survival? Yes, um, that is enough. You are able to uncover the remains of a partially obscured campsite, and the underbrush kind of disturbing some of that indicates that someone camped here almost a month ago. <laughs> is it in a stone circle like last time? No, it is not. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm going to take this opportunity to cast Death Lord again on Moonbones. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> All right. It, it would, would, that, would, that, would that work against his original death or any subsequent death? <laughs> yes. yes. Oh, my gosh. You flesh. brought him back to life? Yes. <laughs> too little, too late, unfortunately. A real boy. When I'm reduced to zero hit points as well, but not killed outright, I can drop to zero hit points and fall into a pile of bones, similar to the effect of the feign death spell. I can use that once per long rest, so I pretty much have two uh, death um, lords on me now. That is That's awesome. Amazing. Well, it's really handy, too, since I can't... There's not too many things that can heal you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that'll be handy, because coming up next will be a whole lot of fun and oh, challenge. Great. What are you talking about? Yes. All right. Um, you guys are able to, through some searching, find a stairway that leads down into some ruins. Stairs descend into a darkened hallway broken by magic and the passage of time. About 50 feet ahead, down a sloping hallway, the passageway ends in a gently thrumming wall of purplish energy, at the center of which stands a golden orb, six inches in diameter. The charred corpse of what was once a humanoid of some sort, perhaps human, lies curled on the ground in front of the orb. Oddly, starting at the purple wand and extending out almost ten feet, the floor is badly stained as though with a vat of ink. So you go down this these stairs through this long passageway um, that you think there was once a fort um, above it. This would be kind of underneath that fort. And there is a wall of glowing purplish energy. It almost looks like somebody dumped a whole vat of ink underneath this um, wall, almost 10 feet. Uh, and then there are the charred remains of a corpse, maybe human. It's so badly burned and charred that you aren't able to uh, distinguish it. Uh, without some very, very careful uh, inspection and CSI-type work. So, do one of you magical dogs want to take a peek-see at this thing? Uh, does the Lantern of Revealing 
show anything. Nope, you're kind of looking around, don't really see anything. The walls... I'm going to forth my shield and sort of hold it and walk along anyone who's getting closer and sort of get ready to protect them. Okay. Uh, you guys do notice all around you the walls have... Um, well, let me just read this. The lower level of the fortress is hewn from stone, but is very badly damaged by time and destructive magic. Root systems and fungus grow along the walls as though uh, through the cracked stones, while other areas show uh, oddly blackened and dying plant life surrounded by inky black stains. The burns and pockmarks of powerful destructive magic scar the rooms and halls. So there are odd cracks and crevices throughout all of these hallways going down this 50-foot length chamber. And they are very small, uh, not very, very small, but they are small enough that uh, maybe your cat could go in one of the crevices, but all of you are too big to fit. Alright, I'll have Edwin definitely like, check out some of them, like, stick his head in. And, like, and I'm gonna have Edwin, like, kind of walk, like, 10 feet, like, 10 or 20 feet in front of us as well. Okay, um, like, down the hallway and to the purple wall, or down, or are you gonna, like, stuff him in some of these cracks and holes in the wall? Well, I'll let him, like, look through them as he's walking. Okay, yeah, uh, kind of looking through, don't really see much of anything. Okay. Just making sure nothing pops out at us. <laughs> I believe you can transfer your vision into your familiar. Yeah, and we within, while we're within 100 feet, we speak telepathically, so I'm constantly talking with him. <laughs> so, <laughs> as you guys near the wall, how close would you get to this wall um, before, like, inspecting it or whatever? Kind of, what would the marching order be and whatnot? Oh, I'll go up to the wall. Okay, to go examine it, and where would everybody be standing in relation to him? Um, I, I join right beside him. Okay, <clears throat> he is my lord. He is my charge. I will also. Okay, and I'm going to say that this passageway is. Let's see, how many feet wide does it mention? Uh, no, it just says 50 foot ahead. But according to the map here, it's about 10 foot wide. So you guys could go two abreast. So somebody could stand right next to him. Uh, and somebody could stand right behind him. I'll stand right behind him then. Okay, and Nala, where would you be? I'll jump on his shoulders. Okay, so I'm going to say you're occupying basically the same space that he is in. As you get right up to that wall and you bend down to examine it, all of a sudden screeching noises permeate the whole hallway and scrambling out of these holes and cracks in the ceiling up above and in some of the holes on the side are these tiny little demon creatures. I need uh, initiative rolls from everybody. Alright, so the turn order will go Matthias, the demons, uh, Odax, Moonbones, and Nala. Alright. So, go ahead, and Matthias, you see currently ten of these little demon creatures come howling out of the darkness from far behind you in the passageway. About how far? Um, let's say after they charged you, um, I'm going to say they're 20 feet out. Okay. Um, and how many of them are there? Ten. Okay. Uh, are they all in a line, or how are they? It's a ten-foot hallway, so they're kind of grouped up in two lines coming through. Okay. I'm just going to reach around uh, whoever was right behind me uh, and cast Lightning Bolt. Okay. Down the hallway. <laughs> all right. 
Uh, your fur stands on in there, Nala, as you're sitting on his shoulders. So uh, what kind of saving throw is it? Dex save. And it's a uh, line? Yeah. Five foot, lo- five foot wide, so I can get half the hallway. All right. And? It's a 16 for my saves. All right. One passed. Uh, that is it. Only one pass. They do not have right. a great dex. Uh, I believe that is 8d6. <laughs> you should have twin spelled it. Yeah. It's only if, I can only twin it if it targets one person. Uh, and oh, that's yeah, why that's I like uh, Witch Bolt and Crown of Madness. Uh, it's 10, 17, 29 points of lightning damage. Okay, and uh, how much on a save? Half? Half. Okay, uh, so that would be 29, um, brown down, so that would be 14. All right, um... One, I'm going to go ahead and say the, the last demon in the line, uh, the one with the um, most time to get out of the way, is the one that dodged. All the other ones, the other four, explode uh, into a black goop that immediately sinks through the floor, leaving behind a dark, inky stain. We move on to the five, the six remaining uh, demons. They all charge. It would be... Um, Audax in the very back, uh, and then... Um, Actually, wouldn't it be switched around? Oh, yeah, you would be in the front. That's yep. correct. So then I'm going to say that since it's only 10 foot wide, I'm going to say that three of them are able to get in there and attack. Uh, they make one attack with bite and one with claws. First, though, um, the two that, the three that cannot hit you all release a disgusting fetid cloud. So I need three constitution saving throws from everybody. Three con saves? Yeah, because it's a 10-foot radius. Is this considered poison? Uh, it is. Yes, it is. Oh, poor Micah with your one. You are affected by it, so don't worry about it. Uh, one fail is all it takes. You are poisoned. <laughs> I would have passed all the others. Yes, you are poisoned. Um, so you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. Anybody else? I failed. Okay. Let's see here. And the target can take either an action or a bonus action, but not both. And it cannot take reactions. So the three that can hit you then, you had your shield up, correct, Moonbones? Uh, I am immune to poison and the poison condition. Okay. Uh, And did you have your shield up for this? I did. Okay. And you would be within five feet, so I'm assuming disadvantage on one attack? Of course. All right. So that one will miss. These are very weak creatures. Uh, let's see, your AC is 15, correct? Yes. Alright. It makes two attacks each. That's one hit. Two hits out of all of those. And they only do a d6 each, because it was two claws that struck you. Yeah, pretty much. So that is nine total points of piercing damage. Okay, and it is immune to its own poison, uh, even though it is within the cloud. We then move on to Audax. Well... Disadvantage. Be damned. Um. And you can take an action or a bonus, but not both. Yep, so we're going to action attack. Okay. Oh, another one. You are oh, no. great, man. You're rolling like I was. Yep. <laughs> um, extra attack? Yep. Will a 14 hit? Yes, it will. 13 points of damage. Alright, that is almost enough to take that one out. We move on then to Moonbones. 
Alright, so question, are yes. any of the demons spread amongst our ranks or are they sort of like standing off against us? Uh, right now you guys, because Nala is still sitting, I'm assuming, on uh, Matthias's shoulders, uh, you guys are kind of in an L shape in three squares, so they would be occupying the three squares closest to you, um, and then there are three of them five, uh, five foot back from that. Okay, so, so I'm going to run forward, and those three that are five foot back, I'm going to slam my shield down into the ground and use impromptu battlements. So I'm going to pretty much block, well, not block it up, but a uh, wall will extend across it's four foot tall. Okay. And I'm sort of like half blocking them off from that. Okay, awesome, yes. Then that would, other than the one that is engaged, um, well, the couple that are engaged with Audax, the others are blocked off. Uh, and also, I asked Ross Lisa, the creator, about that, and he said that he didn't specify whether or not the wall has health points or whatnot, but if that's up to you, obviously. Okay, uh, what is your shield made out of? And it is magical, correct? Yeah, he, he, he says it's essentially a wall of pure magic. So he said in a horror survival sort of game, the AC would be... Um, Oh, the AC of the wall would be intelligence score and the HP could be equal to five times your sculptor level. So 40 HP and then on if you're, yeah, otherwise it's just an invulnerable wall. I'm going to say since these guys are not very powerful on the as far as demon scale is concerned, they will not be able to uh, break into that shield, but a more powerful enemy may be able to. Okay. And then as my... Bonus action, I will cast Branding Smite, but that won't be uh, come into play until the next turn. Okay, we then move on to Nala. So how many are left? There are four full health and two that are almost gone. And you can only see, well, she might be able to see the three behind the wall because she's... Yeah, you would be on his shoulder, so you'd be able to get a good range on him if you want. How far away are they from me? Five foot, ten foot, maybe. Uh, no, you're on your shoulders, you were in the back row. Well, you know what yeah. I mean. Uh, so, fifteen foot on the other side of the wall. Otherwise, there are two engaged with, or three engaged with Audax that are within five foot. Okay, I'm just going to go for the three on Audax, and I'm going to use yeah. Word of Radiance, so I need a con save. Alright. Uh, anything for them being demons or anything? Uh, it's going to be radiant damage. So. Okay. All of them fail. Alright, that's 2d6 plus 4. Alright, um, one of those is a 1, so I'm going to use my feline luck to reroll that. Alright, so that's 8, 9, 10, 12 points of radiant damage. Okay, uh, the one that managed to sink its claws into Audax uh, bursts with radiant damage and sinks into the floor, leaving an inky stain. Uh, the other two that were affected by that spell are not doing great at all. Seem to be severely seared by that attack. We move back to Matthias. Okay. I'm going to twin spell uh, Chaos Bolt towards the two that are uh, attacking Audax. All right. So that is, that's a nat 1 and a nat 20. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so, so the one... One completely fails. The other one, though, I... However, the other one... Well, let's see what kind of damage type it is before we decide what happens. Six and a one, so poison or acid. I'm going to pick acid damage. All right. Um, so that's 
27 points of acid damage. All right. The one melts into a puddle of black goop and sinks into the floor. Okay. All right. We move on then to the demons. They um, scramble up and around the wall because it's only four foot high, correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yep. They are able to scramble up and over the wall and attack. So that will be four against Audax again. And they have two attacks each, one with disadvantage, I'm assuming. Oh, they all attack Audax? Yes. You're behind him, so yeah. they would have to get through you. Um, so that's one hit. That's two hits. Two hits. They don't do much. Uh, one was a bite and one was a claw. Uh, so that is six points of piercing for the bite. And... Five points of slashing for the claw. Uh, we then move on to Onyx. Filthy Worth, how long does the poison last? Uh, it lasts for one minute. Okay. Or until a strong wind disperses it. That is a 20, sorry, 18 to hit. Yep. For 15 points of damage. You decapitate one of the little demons that turns into ink and, and sinks into the floor. Extra attack. Oh, another nat one. Oh, man. Dude. I love disadvantage. All right, on to moon bones. There are three okay. left. Moonbone's Mid- being fairly upset that they managed to just climb over his wall. He's going to pull off his arm as a bonus action <laughs> and charge, charge into them swinging wildly. All right. Going for one of the wounded ones or one of the full health ones? I'll go for the full health one for the first attack. All right. Ooh, 18 plus 6. Yes. 24. That will okay, hit. Okay, so... Uh, oh, from my hand, <laughs> he takes... Uh, seven points of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> you slap him and mightily. It glows with radiant energy as I swing my hand, and he takes an additional uh, seven points of radiant damage, and he cannot become invisible for one minute. That is amazing. <laughs> he he glows slightly after being slapped. It, it's that red, you know, that 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 red mark on his face has got a holy energy uh, to it from that. We then move on to Nala. Alright, how is everyone looking? I'm doing alright. Alright? Oh, I'll just do Word of Radiance again on the demons on Audax. So it's a con save. Alright, then all three of them. Four. Three left. Oh, that's right, one of them died. Yep. yep. And only one passes this time. Okay. And I'm gonna say it's the last full health one. Fourteen. Yep. Anything on a save? Uh, no. All right. The two uh, injured ones burst into ink and sink into the ground. There is one remaining demon. On to Matthias. Would that be the glowing demon as well? Yes, the one that you slapped is burst as well. So there's only one left? Yes, one that has not been touched yet. Okay. Um, I guess I'm going to Ray of Frost... That's a 22 to hit? Yes. That is 13 points of cold damage. Alright. And its speed is reduced by 10. Okay. It does not seem to be bothered as much by the cold as normally would be uh, expected. You think it has something to do with the fact that it's got some of those fires from hell within it? Okay. 
Uh, on then to the one that's remaining. It gnaws on your face, uh, uh, Audax. Disadvantage on the first, which saved you from a crit. And the second attack was a nat one, so neither of those hit. Don't want to give him a slow clap. <laughs> yes, the demon got its own slow clap. On then to Audax. I will end you! <laughs> yeah, straight I will end him. That is a 23 to hit. Yes, very much so. For 13 points of slashing damage. It parts beneath your blade and splatters inky goop all over the wall in front of you. The last of the demons is gone. Yay. I, I'm assuming, Virgil, you presidigitation all this ink off of everybody oh, once yeah. again. Heck no, yeah. I want to make paw print paints. Okay. <laughs> Presentation, everything but your paws. <laughs> yes, you and you and your familiar are having a good old time while everybody else is working uh, to keep you safe. Hey, I'm the one who's healing. <laughs> All right, what would you guys like to do? The wall of purplish energy still stands before you. Uh, I want Arcana check the wall. Okay, go ahead. <sighs> Darn it. Okay, that's a nine. A nine. You're not quite sure what this. Oh, that's a nat 20. Very good. <laughs> Very good. I'll make it up for all the nat ones. I'll just take yeah. a bash at it. As a matter of fact, you are so familiar with this spell, um, having seen one like it before, uh, that you know for a fact that this orb in the center is the kind of the controlling um, unit of this. You know that if you pour in five levels of magic into it, five levels of spells, you can collapse the whole wall by overloading it, though that may trigger a backlash of magic. Otherwise, you can disable it um, through, like, thieves' tools or just flatly pull it out with enough strength. However, you will take um, electrical damage uh, if you touch this wall. Alrighty. Is it just a straight strength check? Athletics. Athletics. Otherwise, if you want, I have a scroll of dispel magic. Could be handy. I say, if you want to give it a try, go ahead. But I have a pretty solid ath- athletics score because I'm proficient in it. Well, if you want to try it, if it doesn't work, then I can just use the scroll. All right, we'll do that. Potentially saving the scroll for later. So I will make an athletics check on it and suffer the electrical damage. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready to heal you. That is 17 plus 6, 7, 24. Yes, you are able to pull it out of the uh, wallet which it is standing. And as the purplish energy falls all around you, you are electrocuted, um, taking... 5,000 points of electricity damage. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, you take all the electrical damage. 23 points of electrical damage, and everybody within 50 feet of the wall takes 10 points of electrical damage. So is that on top of what I already took? Yes, that is on top of what you already took. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna start using healer's kit on you. I am down one hit point. Okay. <laughs> As the violet wall falls, the room beyond is crafted in granite that has been badly damaged by war and age. Stone pillars carved to resemble mighty oak trees jut from the center of the room, their branches spreading to support the cracked falling ceiling. The one section of the wall looks like it once held a pair of heavy doors, but now lies in ruin. 
Two broken stairways on opposing walls lead out, up and out of this room. Broken armor and bits of bone are strewed around the room, testament to a great battle that no doubt occurred here. You see in the ruined hole in the wall, uh, who you can only, uh, through description, identify as Carola, looks wild-eyed uh, and darts back and forth, looks with her eyes, darts back and forth between the characters, clutching a beautiful elven longsword in his hands, and he weeps for a moment and utters, Run! before the entire room bursts into chaos. Chaos erupts as the sounds of hundreds of howling, hooting, inhuman voices rend the air of this chamber. The din echoes from everywhere at once as bits of old masonry and dirt fall from the ceiling. Everybody roll me initiative. Uh, side note, how much healing did you need so I can mark them all down? Um, I am below a third of my hit points. Yeah, so I was just gonna use healers' kits as much as you needed. So you are just covered in band aids. Yeah, no joke. Icy hot. I am. I am back up to full, but holy crap, that just <laughs> yes, all the tingly. All right, uh, go ahead. Who rolled higher I'm than twenty? Initiative? Anybody? Higher than what? Higher than twenty? No. Okay, twenty to fifteen. Eighteen. Fourteen to ten. Thirteen. Fourteen. And what did you get, Moonbones? I got four. A four. Yeah. All right, let's see where... Maybe we shouldn't have let the metal crafter touch the electrical uh, orb. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, nine for their initiative, so right in the middle. Okay. And Moonbones, you're still under Death Ward. Oh, excellent. All right, so we begin. You see five of those tiny little demons come out of these different passages. Uh, first, let me, I guess, describe this room. This main hallway that you entered into is 80 feet long and 30 foot wide. There are five total branching out passages as well as innumerable cracks and holes in the wall, uh, just like the rest of the tunnels. There is halfway across, so 40 foot in, there is a set of double doors where the archeologist is standing. And you see piled around the room there are large sacks uh, with artifacts and coins and gems that look like they're spilling out. And the, ar- um, the archaeologist seems to be trying to grab some of them, um, or you know, doesn't want to abandon them uh, before running. So you guys are in one of these five passages coming out. So out of the four other passages and holes in the wall, there are five of those tiny demons, as well as a, I'm just going to go ahead and give it to you because I don't feel like describing all of these, a mesoloth, which you know to be a demonic, almost insectoid-looking demon wielding a trident. Horde! Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right. And as well as that, I need, let's see, for first initiative, Nala. Uh, right as you start, this chamber is also very unstable, so I need a dexterity saving throw from you. Okay. That's a 17. Okay, you are narrowly able to dodge out of the way as a large chunk of rock falls and nearly hits your head. So these five demons, I'm going to say, are randomly spaced throughout the room, so the closest one would be about 20 feet away. The Mesoloth is at the uh, middle of the hall, 40 feet away, directly across from those double doors. So you hear Corolla yelling, Grab, grab the bags and run! We can't leave this stuff here! Hurry! How far away is he? 40 feet away. Okay. I'll have Edwin start dragging out a bag. 
I don't think he's strong enough. No, he would not be strong enough, no. And to grab one of these bags, it is big, big enough and heavy enough that um, the weight is cumbersome in nature, so you would not be able to use the dash action. And while holding it, you cannot use, you know, it takes both hands to hold. You would not be able to attack without setting it down. Can I even hold it since I'm so small? Because it sounds like these bags are bigger than I am. I'll go ahead and for the mechanics of this, I'll say yes, you can, but okay. you would be very encumbered by this. All right, so what would you like to do? Um, I'll probably just shoot up the closest demon with a silvered arrow. Okay, go ahead. That is a 10. That will not hit, no, it thuds into the wall right next to where it popped out. Um, anything for bonus action? Um, yeah, I'll start Shield of Faith on Audex. Okay. Yay! Alright, we then uh, move on to Matthias. Alrighty, I am going to... Over here, your deck save. Yes, I need a dexterity saving throw from you. DC 12. Nope. Alright, you take five points of bludgeoning damage and are slow. You can only move half your movement speed until the start of your next turn. Sorry, I didn't want okay. the internet to be mad at us. Yes, no, no that's fine. Um, okay, I'm going to... He won't... Uh, he doesn't want to come right away, or is he scared to come to He is him? injured. He looks like he's taken a several hits from these um, boulders already. Okay. Um... Okay, I guess I'll just. Who's really strong and wants to go get him? I can, I can, I can have some stoof, so I can, I can probably kill him out. Okay. Uh, alrighty then. I'm going to. Actually, this could be really. No, I can only pick one person. I can do both. I don't want to spend all my points. Okay, I'm just gonna touch. Uh, 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 Audax and cast greater invisibility on you and just tell you to go get him. This, you know, just go get him and run as fast as you can. And uh, that will be my action. Aye, sir. Okay. We then move on to Audax. Oh. Oh, goodness. You are hit by a boulder. And you take five bludgeoning damage and are slowed. So I'm going to run as fast as I will actually dash. So that would mean I can move my full movement. Okay. Towards him. So 30 feet towards the guy to hopefully eventually pick him up and drag him out. Okay. Forcibly. All right. We then move on to the demons. All five of the dretches move towards... Yes, I just gave away what they were. Um, all five of the dretches move towards the exit where you were and towards where Nala is standing, attempting to cut off your retreat. So they would all move. I would say um, one is able to move far enough to actually get up to you. He is invisible. Oh, that is true. That also, is, the damage to... wouldn't cancel that? It's greater invisibility. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Do they have to make deck saves against the the the? Ah, let me check that. Um, it says each of the characters' turns. Let me read this. Shoo-bidi-doo-bidi-doo. 
The chamber is also unstable and beginning to collapse. At the start of each player character's turn, have the player make a DC 12 dexterity saving throw or take 5 points of bludgeoning damage and be slowed until the start of their next turn as debris rains over them. So since it says player characters, I'm going to say no. Um, so the five dretches move towards the exit um, where the rest of the party is standing, not able to see um, Audax and um, the Mesoloth being the dick that he is is going to cast Cloud Kill, centered right at that counter spell. Alright, awesome! Nice. Uh, let's see here. Oh, does that work on innate uh, spells? Uh, yes, I believe it does. I, I know it does so. not Pathfinder. Yes, it does. Alright, yes, so that spell fizzles. Um, and he is very pissed off at that. <laughs> okay, um... Five more dretches start coming out of the walls, as lo- along with a Nykaloth, a large demon-esque creature wielding a great axe with giant wings. Wait, does the axe have wings, or does the... Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, they, everybody but... has wings. It's Oprah. You get wings. You get wings. We all get wings. They got wings now. Yes. All right. Uh, but they just come into the scene, so they are not able to do anything else. We then move on to Moonbones. Alright, I will run forward. How far is the archaeologist from me, Uh First, give me a dexterity saving throw, and he would be about 40 feet away. So I'm about halfway okay. there, then? A little more than halfway there. Yes, you're about halfway And thanks to my Shieldmaster feat, when a dexterity saving throw only affects me, I can add my bonus for my shield to my ace star, to my dexterity saving throw. Awesome. Uh, ten. Oh no, you are struck by a bludgeoning stone as debris rains down and your movement speed is cut in half until the start of your next turn. Damn. Okay, I'll continue forward 15 feet towards the archaeologist. Do I run across any demons or anyone on the way? Yes, uh, one demon would interpose himself between you and uh, where the archaeologist is. One of the little guys. I will will make my attacks against him then. Alright. First attack isn't so good. A 9 to hit. Not quite enough, no. He's nimble enough to get out of the way of that. (laughs) Oh man. Uh, A bit better. A 13 to hit. Yes, that will. Okay, he takes nine points of bludgeoning damage, and I'm going to use my bonus action to attempt attempt to shove him with my shield and knock him prone. All right, uh, let's see here. Strength, athletics, uh, he rolled a three. I rolled a 23. All right, yes, he is easily knocked on his rear end on the ground. Excellent. Uh, that'll be my turn. All right, we move on to Dala. Okay, sorry, I have a really hard time remembering where everything's at. So we have ten of these little tiny demon yes. guys blocking the exit. We have a big guy up front, and then we have a medium guy? So kind of, yes. You've got um, five dretches are right up front. Yes, go ahead and get out paper. Um, actually, no, let me draw it on the board. That way um, Brayden can see it as well. Good point. Yes. I want to cast blindness slash deafness at the medium demon, so I need a constitution saving throw. Okay, and he has advantage against spell effects, and good thing too. Um, constitution? 
Still, that was only an 11. Okay, that's okay. not enough. So he fails, he is now... I'm going to say he's blinded. Okay. And he has to make a constitution saving throw at the end of each of its turns. All right. Uh, we then move on to anything for bonus action? Um, how's everyone looking on how? I'm good. I'm good. Pretty good. And pretty good. Okay, I'll just leave it at that for now. Okay, so Matthias, what would you like to do? Okay, I'm going to drop the greater invisibility. Hope I need, uh, sorry, hope I forgot your dexterity saving throw. Oh, another one? Yes, oh, wow. uh, every single round. Oh, wow. You take five points of bludgeoning damage and are slowed. Do you have any constitution or concentration spells up? No, I do not. Okay. Uh, blindness and deafness? I don't think Oh, yes. Uh, blindness it? and deafness. But she cast that after she would have had to make that save. Yes, that's true. It would have been after, so you're safe. I don't... Or would it say... It would say duration is... Nope, just says duration a minute. Yeah, not awesome. concentration. Okay. Virgil, it is your turn. Okay, I failed the dex, okay. but I rolled a... 25 on my concentrations. So. Yep, you're fine. Okay, and so I take five points. Yes, and are slowed. Okay, so that drops me down another one point. Thank goodness for this vampiric regeneration. Yeah. I mean, that's four out of five I keep taking. Okay, so I'm going to drop greater invisibility on uh, Micah, okay. and I'm going to cast Crown of Madness. I'm going to twin spell this. Okay. Ooh. You would need to, because these pillars would be in the way. These are large. Um, well, it looks like from where I'm standing, I could see both of them on the other one. I'll give you one of them. The Mesoloth, you can't see. Okay. Uh, so you can either move to get the Mesoloth, or you can uh, stay where you're at and get the uh, Nycoloth. The Mesoloth is also blinded. Yeah, so I'm just going to go for the big guy. Okay. And what's the saving throw? Wisdom 16. Okay, Wisdom, it's not its best stat, but it does have magical resistance. That gave it a 19. Okay, I'm going to use my reaction then uh, with Mesmerizing Presence to roll a uh, hit die and add it to the DC. Okay. So that makes it a 19. And it hit 19, so... Yep, meets it beats. Alright, uh, we then move on... Quicken spell. Oh, 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 Goodness. heaven forbid. Sorry there. Doing this again. Same spell again? Yes. Okay. Advantage once again. Three for the first one, and an eight for the second one. Okay. Crown of Madness is around it. <laughs> Alright. Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> okay, we then move on to Audax. Um... I suppose I probably can't get past dude without... Not that you're not invisible now. Nope. Um, you are surrounded on all sides by... Because you would be this little front one yep. here. So you are surrounded on all sides. Well, then, uh, since I'm not going to be able to get to him, I'm just going to have to start slugging away. All right. Okay, Robert. We have yes. to take that back. I just... I thought about it, uh, and so I checked... Uh, you must use a bonus action. If you use a bonus action on your turn to cast a spell, you cannot cast another spell during the same turn except for a cantrip with oh. a casting time. Okay, go ahead and shoot off cantrip then. So, yeah, I guess I'll just uh, ray of frost. Okay. Go ahead. The big uh, guy. Yep, go for it. Sorry about that, Robert. No, you're fine. I mean, damn it, leave. Uh, 25 Done hit. with you. Yes, that hits. And that's 10 points of cold damage. Okay, yes. And he's slowed by 10 feet. Oh, good. That'll definitely help. 
Alright, and even though that cold hits him, he does not seem to be as affected by it um, as you would have originally thought. Once again, the fiends from hell, all that kind of happy fun stuff. Yeah. Alright, um, Audax, it is your turn. Uh, I guess I'm going to take a swing at the one right in front of me. Okay. That is a 16 to hit. That hits uh, your saving throw. Oh. So the 15? Yep, you're safe then. Okay. I'll keep that for 11 plus 4 is 15 points of slashing damage. Alright, you almost kill that one directly in front of you. Extra attack. Uh, 15 to hit? Yes. Goodness! Wow. How did you roll two ones twice in a row? Nah. Seven plus four is uh, sorry. Yeah, seven plus is eleven points of slashing damage. That is still enough to get rid of the one that was directly blocking your path. And then bonus action with great weapon master. All right. Yes, you slash into the one next to it. Four. Oh, that one. Oh man. All right. Uh, do you want to try and push past him, take opportunity attacks? Or I will take the opportunity attacks that right. I might. Alright, I will say you get two opportunity attacks, not three, because that one would be kind of far away. So, right. AC 17. Okay, I rolled two 17s. Now. I am not invisible anymore. Okay. Uh, two 17s, uh, so that is uh, three and eight, so 11 total points of slashing damage from them. And you keep on moving. Yep. All right, running all the way up to the guy? Yep. All right. Green marker. You run all the way up to our archaeologist buddy. And as I get to him, I tell him, get what you need to stay alive, because I'm going to uh, I'm going to have bodily heft him up and run. All right, real quick, way. give me a medicine check now that you are within five feet of him. I know nothing about medicine. That is <laughs> eight. You can see, uh, you know enough about bloody wounds that he is very injured at this point. Um, so you're not quite sure how well trying to carry him out of here uh, would work with his current injuries. I mean, you could probably pick him up and haul him out, but he's going to be uh, in pain, flopping around kind of deal uh, until something happens to help him. At least he'll still be alive. Okay. All right, so going to bodily pick. Well, you would have to do that uh, yeah, as yeah, next turn, I will. All right, uh, we then move on to all of the enemies. Let me get my markers up here. So first, uh, the big guy. Uh, oh, no, he is not under control. So uh, all of these little boogers here are going to surround our undead friend here. So I'm going to say three of them. Can dead, yes. Yes. Um, and then two of them are going to attack the back. I'm going to say um, the Mesoloth is going to cast Dispel Magic on himself uh, to get rid of that blindness effect and then moves um, up here. Um, but that's all that he can do is his action. However, you hear a very familiar cry, a lot to that of a Mesoloth, come out of that same corridor and another one erupts from this side tunnel and is going to cast Cloud Kill up in that corner. Counter spell. Alright, another spell has been countered. These other three dretches move up towards you, but aren't quite able to, or four, move up towards you, Micah, but aren't quite able to get to you. And let me see what the Nykolos speed is. 
Uh, he can actually teleport 60 feet. Um, so he is going to... Well, let me see. No, he doesn't need to. His movement speed is enough. Minus 10. Yeah, minus 10. So that is still 50 feet. So he is able to run up to you, Micah. And he is going to make his two great axe attacks against you. So that is uh, plus nine to hit. So one of those will hit, the other one will miss. You take, that is nine plus five, so 14 points of slashing damage, and then I need a constitution saving throw. Fail. All right, DC 16, you fail. You take an additional four points of slashing damage at the start of each of your turns due to this oozing, disgusting wound. All the little dretches turn. So three of them against you, Moonbones. All right, none of those will hit. They only have a plus two, so none of those will hit. Um, One against you, Nala, and one against you, Matthias. That one will hit you, Nala. 17, does that hit Matthias? Yes. Yeah, you don't have any armor in this game. All right. And they make two attacks each, I believe. Yes. So, uh, Nala, you take five points of damage. The other attack doesn't hit you. Virgil, you take two points of damage, and uh, the second attack does not hit you either. Okay, after that reign of chaos, we move all the way to Moonbones. All right, the dretches are just, you know, slapping into my armor. I'm not even focused on those at all. I will uh, target my focus towards the, is it a knife, knife handle lock? All right. Yep. Yep. And would I be able to have enough movement to get there? Uh, roll the DC check to say, uh, to see. DC 12. Yep. Uh, eight. Eight. Nope, then not quite enough. You could get, well, no, you could, because he would be standing in front of this and he got 15 feet already. So I would say, yeah, you can make it just to him. Okay. So I you... am going to cast Thunderous Smite on my shield as a bonus action. All right. And I am going to say out loud as I'm rushing towards him. I assume they get attack of opportunity against me as I run away. Yes, you will get three of them. But none of them hit you. They only have a plus two, so I have to roll a uh, 17 to hit you. All right. Uh, Moonburn says, uh, what is he even now again? Uh, there we go. Uh, <laughs> Channel that inner skeletor. <laughs> we gotta go now. I'm about to ring the dinner bell. And I rush forward, <laughs> charging towards him. And I, um, I'm gonna try and shield bash the knight and a lot. All right. <laughs> oh, not very good. That's uh, like a six. No, not quite enough. All right, I'll make my second attack. All right. Oh, 22. All right, yes, that will hit. All right, and he takes four points of bludgeoning damage. All right. Oh, 11 points of thunder damage, and he needs to make two strength saving throws as I'm extending a use of charging bulwark and my thunderous smite. All right. Um, the first one succeeds. The second one, he fails. Okay, so then with the Charging Bulwark, he is pushed... Uh, oh, not prone. He's not prone. Okay. okay. Yes, he then falls on his wings in the back, pinning them to the ground beneath him. 
All right. And I'm dead. I'm dead. And you're right. Oh, wait. That was my bad section. Yep. And yep. I stand there. All right. Nala, it is your turn. <sighs> okay. Dex save. Yeah. <laughs> That's 14. Yes, that is enough to pass. Okay. Um, I'm going to use Word of Radiance. Okay. So I need a con save from anyone, all of the creatures within five feet. All the bad guys. Okay, uh, so who of yourself? Or, yeah, in okay. five feet of me. If there's, I can't tell yeah. I would get two or just the one. Uh, you'll get both. Okay. Uh, they both failed. Awesome. Okay. That's 12 points of damage. Alright. And then, as a bonus action, I am going to do Mass Healing Word. So, uh, Matthias, Audax, and... What was the archaeologist's name? Uh, Corolla. Corolla. Well, oh, you don't need to heal me. You get it's not a lot, so you get it anyways. It's okay. fast, so that oh, way I can oh. that way I can get you too. So you could also you know, moon bones could also use some. Can you on that one? I don't think. Actually, no bass. That's yeah, right. Yeah, I don't Probably think. Can. Yeah, that one. Yep. So okay. That way you guys get it. Uh, it won't be a lot, but hopefully it'll help uh, crawl a little bit. Awesome. That is eight. Okay. Yes. With that magical healing, the wound you can now see. Um, the bleeding that was coming out of one of his pant legs uh, quits, uh, so he feels like he'd be able to get out of there um, on his own power now. Um, a little bit better. He's still shaking in his boots, and you're pretty sure he crapped his pants, but um, he's not as he's he's not as wounded as what he once was. All right, uh, move on then to Matthias. All right, Dexy. That's an eleven. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I think that was um, just under, so you take five points of bludgeoning damage. But you got your temporary hit points, so... Yeah, I was going to say it's at one point. Okay, I'm going to twin spell a Crown of Madness at the two Mesolots. Ooh, devious. I like it. All right, they have advantage on the saving throw. Uh, however, it's wisdom, which they suck at. That was a two and a nine. And then the other one, a 13 and a 13. They're both. All right. Over. They are both Crown of Madness. And I just do one of these and look at them. And I point at each, both of them so they have to attack each other now. Oh, that is terrible. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, on X. All right. So big guy is prone. The other dude looks like he can get himself out. I uh, think... I am going to hand him one of my potions of healing. Okay. And start to wailing on the uh, the big guy in front of me. All right. Uh, go ahead. He is. Yes. Yes, and he is prone, so you do have advantage. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're just terrified of what's happening. Yeah. Oh. You know, since I have advantage on these attacks, we're going to go ahead and utilize the uh, minus five plus ten from <laughs> Great Weapon Master. All right. Oh, did you make your deck save? Yes. All right, you're good. Um, 19 plus... Yes, that makes yep. contact. And we're going to uh, go ahead and Fury Enhanced Strike at a, with a second level spell. All right. Ooh. And I'll just roll both of those if I can. And I'll keep that, so... 5 plus 4 plus 7, or sorry, 5 plus 4 plus 14 is 23 points of slashing damage. Holy cow. And 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 points of force damage. 
Wow, that brought him well below bloody. And extra attack is same roll. So okay. we're going to do the same thing again because I can. All right. And we're going to roll those. And we're going to keep that. Uh, so that's going to be 10, 24 points of slashing damage. And 12, 13, 14, 15, 17 points of force damage. Good lord. That is almost enough to bring him down. I was one point away from cracking on both of those. That's so terrible. That would have been amazing. Wait, were they odds or even? They were odd. <gasps> you don't have to you tell me these things. I, you wouldn't have been able to turn it into a natural 20 roll, though. I couldn't? No, because it's an actual roll on the die. Um, <gasps> however, comma, um... That being said, that was almost enough to bring this guy completely down to nothing. So that that was insane amount of damage. Uh, we then move on to all of those creatures. So the two Mesoloths are going to beat the crap out of one another. Um, yeah, they make uh, two attacks at each other. Uh, they're more powerful ones. Both hit each other. <laughs> I'm just going to use average damage. I'm not going to do this slapstick comedy. So they both take uh, eight points of piercing damage to each other. And then they both repeat their saving throws, of which they have advantage. Uh, 14 and a 5. Okay, yeah, they're both still under. Jesus. All right. Now for all the little dretches. Uh, And there are five more dretches that uh, break in again at this point. So let's do our little movement thing. So five more little bastards come in here. And then all of these guys, uh, the large guy is going to go ahead and stand up, uh, and then he'll make his attack in just a minute. And these other dretches are going to interpose themselves here. And all five of these guys are going to, or those three are going to move up to fully surround you guys here. All right. So I will go ahead and start um, in the back. With Nala, you are going to take three attacks, uh, and they attack twice each. Uh, So your AC is a 16, so none of those will hit, and none of those will hit. Holy crap. Um, Virgil, you take that one will hit, as will that one, so you take three total from that. Uh, I'm going to call it two claws and a bite. So that's uh, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So you take 11 total points for the claws and 4 points for the bite. Okay, uh, Moonbones, you are going to take 2. So how many attacks was it? Huh? How many attacks? 2. Okay. Uh, 3. Excuse me, 3 total attacks. Pass. 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 Okay. Moonbones, uh, you are going to take 2 of the Dretch attacks. All right. A nat one and a crit, so uh, it crits on its bite. And then another crit, holy crap, uh, and a six. So you take two crits on the bites, which amounts to a glorious uh, nine points from the one. Oh, crap. Is it magical? They... Yes, they are. Oh, wait, no, Dresh. Sorry, wrong creature. Um, No, they are not. And uh, you take eight total from the other one, even though it was a crit. Okay, Odd Axe. I am so sorry, buddy. The big guy 
stands up from prone, and he slashes at you with his great axe this time, twice. Uh, disadvantage on the first one, I'm assuming, Moonbones? Of course. All right. So that one will miss. That one will hit, though. So you will take... Ouch. Uh, that's 19 plus 5. So that is 24 points of slashing damage from that oversized great axe. And then you take uh, two attacks from the each... Uh, two attacks from each Gretch, and you have two of them on you. Uh, that is one hit with a 19 plus 2 and an 18 plus 2. So both of those will hit. Dealing you a grand total of 5 uh, slashing damage on top of that. Alright, after that mess, we move on to Moonbones. Alright, I am going to slam my shield down in front of the big guy, or in front of the dredges. Okay. Uh, sort of making a wall. That will kind of block us off, hopefully. Alright, do you kinda of wanna you wanna kinda of angle it off of this door and try and get in between all these little critters and the big guy? Yeah. Alright, yes, you are able to do that. I will draw this wall in here. And then for my bonus action, I will ready a thunderous smite for my next turn. Okay. If you guys need to like seriously go to the nearest exit, like you are our nearest exit. Yeah, you, you guys are, are the but exit. What about the one to the left? Because that no, one has... you have no idea what's there. Yeah, we don't True. know where where any of okay. this leads. True. All right. All right. Back on to Nala. Oh. oh, this is not fun. This is terrifying. Um. Oh, and now and you healed him, correct, Nala? The yeah. The archaeologist. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he will go immediately after you. Okay. I will draw him up here. Awesome. Oh. So how far away is the big guy? Uh, the big guy would be about 20 feet away. I want to try casting blindness on him again. All right. Con save. Does have advantage on it. However, he rolled a one and a six. So uh, even with the plus four, he will take the blindness effect. Yes. All right. He is blinded. Now I can't get around the wall. <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> you get to trip over it and fall and squish the, your friends on the other side. Yeah, the wall's only four <laughs> feet tall. He's like probably 10 or 12 feet tall. Oh, God, no. What did I just <laughs> do? All right. The archaeologist, having been um, kind of healed with that, takes off screaming uh, at the top of his lungs. Um, and you can definitely get the scent of poo as he runs by, having crapped his pants in fear. And he makes it... Oh, uh, he needs to make his deck save. Wouldn't be the first time I've smelt a bad That's a net one. So he is only able... Yeah. Poor little NPC buddy. Uh, go, gets about that far. Luckily, you healed him for eight um, instead of five, because he took five points of damage. So he's still kicking, but he's able to get about halfway back. Um, he, Bob, he also has a potion that he can drink while he's running. That is true. He will do that as his action uh, and heal himself for exactly what he got hit for, five. So we then move on to Matthias. Okay. I want to uh, quicken spell because I'm going to maintain concentration on uh, the crown of madness on those two. Okay. And then I want to lightning bolt down because the way it looks like I should be able to hit... Those two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'll let you get the big guy. The big guy. Yeah, I'll let you get these two, uh, these two, and the big guy. 
what I, it's a hundred foot, would I also hit the one down at the bottom? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Okay. He's not really a threat, so I'll let you electrocute him. Okay, so I need deck saves. 16 from all of them. Alright, I'm gonna go with the two dretches up front. Both of them fail. What's the minimum damage on that? Uh, it, I have to cast it at the fourth level, so it's oh. 96. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure you're gonna electrocute those two. So a minimum of nine points of damage. Okay, we'll see. Um, they only have 18, so they're probably gonna die. Uh, one of the dretches passes. I'm gonna say it's the one behind the wall. Here. Okay. The big guy passes as well. Um, I'm gonna say because he was behind the wall. And the last stretch is electrocuted. Yep, all the dretches, because it's half on save, right? Yeah. 30, 34 points of lightning damage. Okay, so half of that would be six, 17. Um, they have 18 total points, but. <laughs> they live uh, on one! Yeah, uh, this guy gets electrocuted, he failed. These two get electrocuted, they fail. Dretch is wearing focus sashes. Yes, and I yeah. believe, um, Moonbones, didn't you attack one of the dretches that was on you earlier? Uh, not this last turn. Okay, so then it would have been one of those up there. So those are dead. The big guy takes how many points? 17 on half? 17 on yeah. half. All right, and that is enough to fry <laughs> the big guy. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Oh. Now you guys have to get out of there because I'm almost out of spells. Yes. <laughs> okay. What do you think I'm trying to do? Yes. Onyx, it is your turn. I'm going to switch to escort mode after. Okay. Do you want to grab one of those bags or are you just hauling ass? Oh. Uh, no. Okay, you get right. smacked in the head by a rock taking five points of so damage. Five damage plus four for the slashing, so I am not going to bother with any more baggage. Okay. I am going to move my 15 feet that I can move and drink my potion of healing. Please, oh please. Yes, and you are right there next to him. Just for clarification, I forgot to roll the deck save. Uh-huh. I rolled a 17. Okay. So, just... I am at nine hit points. All right. At nine? Yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I love obstacles. All right. On to all of the enemies. Five more dretches no. come out of the woodwork. I'm going to say kind of all in the same general area. The five that were there all move up to basically the wall. All right. Uh, the two Mezzalons are still kicking the crap out of each other. Um, <laughs> one hit, two hits, average hey. damage again. <laughs> Saves. Nat 20 with that save on one. And a 16 plus zero. Uh, I'm gonna use a hit die to, uh, as a reaction. That's a plus five, so it makes it a, a save of 21. Okay, yes, so the only one of them, I'm gonna say the closest one to you, breaks free. So I'm just gonna point a little arrow that direction so I know. Um, and then the three dretches that were up here climb over the wall. I'm just gonna move them like this and attack bones. Oh no. Yes. Alright. Uh, two attacks from each, but still I have to roll a 17 on them. So, out of those six attacks, you don't take a single one. <laughs> I know. I love only plus two to hit, right? Uh, on then, on to uh, Moonbones. Alright. Uh, I will leave my shield there, and I will run up next to Odax and cast Cure Wounds at second level. 
Alright, and uh, give me a deck save when you can. Will do. That's a natural 20. Alright. First natural 20 of the game. Yes, pretty to, much. To avoid rocks. Yes. Uh, you heal 10 points of health damage. Yay! All right. Wait, if I heal ten points of health damage, does that mean that I? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, believe it or not, Moon Bones, I got a crit and an eighteen plus two for uh, the opportunity attacks from those dretches. Oh no, my armor class is down to sixteen as well. By the way, while I run. Okay. Oh, if they're on the other side of the wall, then I still have my armor class going. Sorry. Uh, they would have gone around, but um, the three of them would. So you take. Um, Four points from one, five points from the other, and four points from the third. Okay. Uh, I'll reduce by the amount to four points of damage. <laughs> All right. Back on to Nala. Oh, wait. No, Nala, you need to take three attacks from uh, the enemies on their turn. I forgot to do that. So, oh, wait. No, did you? Did I attack you? I no, I did not. That was last round because Virgil fried the two. So, Nala, you are going to take... Uh, all three of those hit. Oh my god, all three of those hit. Okay, um, you take... Combine... Oh my gosh, okay, I rolled two ones for damage there, so eight total points from all of their slashing, and five, nine, thirteen points from their biting. Okay, uh, then it is your turn, Alma. Okay, how are they looking, the ones around me? Uh, they are all perfectly fine. Um... Are you still really down? Um, not feeling as bad as I was. I can get out. I guess what I'm asking is, do you... I have an almost Hail Mary. It's going to drop me down a lot, but it's going to bump you up a, like a crap ton of health. Do you need a crap ton right now? No, because the worst that's going to happen to me is a couple of dredges are probably going to get AOPS on me, maybe, okay. before my next turn. Well, no, actually, I'll get to move. So I'll take, like, one AOPS on my way out. Okay, um... That is, of course, if the architect for Arkans or archaeologist doesn't get yeah. yes. the so, one minute is only, like, one round, isn't it? No, it's, like, six ten rounds. It's ten? ten rounds. Okay, it's ten. All right. And that one... Medium guy, I'm, I'm sorry. What's what are the Mesoloth, uh, that weird buggy type yeah. demon with the trident. The so one have... with the arrow is free of Virgil's control. All right, so that Mesoloth, I want a charisma saving throw from him. All right, that is another thing they suck at, and that was a uh, thirteen. Okay, that fails. He's now banished. Oh, crap! Nice! He's coming at us, and we gotta get out of here. They're scaring me. I don't want anyone to die. Okay! And then as my bonus action, I'm going to do Mass Healing Word again. It's not a lot, but the same. So, Matthias, Audax, and Corolla will get seven points of health. Awesome! Yeah, he's the he's a commoner, quote unquote. So he's he's doing great. He hasn't felt this good since he was in his twenties. I'm glad. I'm glad I can. And I'll point out if the creature is from another plane of existence and they get targeted by punishment, they do not come back. Yes, and he is uh, he is a uh, uh, fiend, so he does not come back. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, All right. We then move on to the archaeologist who, using the power of that heal, 
finish. Oh, I need a deck save from him first to see. Oh, I think I need to do a deck save too, Doc. Yes, she is. Okay, um, he only rolled a five, so he gets conked on the head again, but is able to get, oh, yep, right man. he is able to get right back here, and he squeezes between you guys in the doorway, um, not getting away from those opportunity attacks, uh, so he is able to sh- shift through there and get right to that uh, entrance point there. And he does still have the sword on him, right? Yeah, he does. Good. Just yeah, he ain't letting go of that sure. at all. Uh, so he just has that 50-foot hallway to traverse, and then they get out. We then uh, move on to Matthias. Okay, I'm going to burn my last sorcery point and cast Chaos Bolt at the dredges that are uh, attacking Audux and uh, Moon Moonbones. Okay. They would have been here, here, and here. That's a 16 and a 23. Both hit, yes. Okay. Oh, come on. Darn it. Okay, uh, so that's a two and a three. So that means cold and fire, uh, but they're even even things. So I'm going to go with cold damage. Okay. Uh, so that's uh, five, nine points to the one. Okay. And the second one. Uh, yes! Okay, uh, that's max damage. But So it's thunder damage. And it does uh, 16, uh, 22 points of damage. Okay. It However... Ex- huh? huh? What? It explodes into an inky pile. Okay. I rolled two eights so, on my d8s. So, uh, if you roll the same number on both d8s, the energy leaps to a, from that target to a different creature of my choice within 30 feet of it. Make a new attack roll against a new target and make new damage. This could cause the energy to leap again. Okay, go so, for it. So, uh, I'm going to attack... The one to... that you hit with cold earlier? Or a different one? It, a different target. One of okay. the other ones that's near them. Okay, so... yeah, there's two of them here. That's a 14 to hit? Yes, that will hit. Okay, on me now. Darn it. Okay, that's uh, thunder damage again. Uh, and that's 13 points of thunder damage. Okay. The two are still standing. The one with the cold, of course, didn't take as much. The other one that took the thunder is very wounded, but not yet put down. All right, Onyx. I'll give Moonbones a pat on the shoulder, but get out of here as quick as you can, bro. And... (laughs) Definitely avoid the rocks as I... Run all three to go halfway down the hall? I'm going to shore up the side defenses to make sure that my... I will get into the hall and make sure that I am kind of in a position to let my allies get past me while I'm still blocking the way. Alright, you're standing in the middle of this ten foot wide hallway. Great axe, or great sword out and ready to swing. Alright, all of... Actually, if... I say, if that's not my full movement, or if... if no, that you would keep been, going. This is about fifteen foot. Then I'm going to make an attack on one of the dredges after I get there. Alright, yes. Uh, 15? Yes, that will hit. For 8 plus 7 is 15 points of... Sorry, 12 points of slashing damage. Alright, not quite put down yet. And another 12 points of slashing damage. And this one disintegrates into a puddle of ink, opening up an area wide enough for people to run by. 
on into all the demons. Oh, poor bones. One, <laughs> two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten dretches engulf you in a wave of demon. But they all have rolls 17 to hit, so that's two attacks each, ten of them, so 20 attacks. Oh my god! There's three nobody hit. You, buddy. The Warhammer player in me fears for you. Yes. Uh, six, one hit. Virgil, keep track. One hit. Six. Uh, no hits there. Nine. One I just hit. Let you know as well, I have 16 on the plus him. Oh, crap. Okay, let me re-roll all those. Virgil, put your fingers down. Uh, okay, no hits there. So uh, that's three, six, one hit. Nine. Two hits. And one more brutal, so three total hits. Uh, nine, 12, uh, one hit. 15, no hits. Uh, let's see, 18, no hits. And a crit and a hit. All right, so let me roll that damage. Five hits and a crit. Yep, I'm gonna roll them all as claws because I don't feel like rolling that many d4s. Um, so remember each of those damage. Yes, gets reduced. That's four points for one. Or it'll start knocking fingers down, so four for one. That's one on another one. A minimum of one is how I've always done uh, heavy armor mastery. Um, Five points from another, three points for another, six points for another, and the crit is six points as well. All right. That minus is a grand total of 11 points. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The one Mesolos, still under your control, attacks the Dretch next to it. <laughs> it slaughters the Dretch. There. Yeah, yeah, it slaughters the Dretch. Five more Dretches crawl out of the wall and make their way over. Uh, the five Dretches that were already out go up to the shield wall but can't get across. The two Dretches that are next to Nala, uh, Nala attack. Uh, Nala, that's two claws but no bites. That is nine total points. Goodness gracious. Moonbones, it's on to you. Alright, so I like to think that Moonbones, while he peeks around and being squatted <laughs> and is doing that classic Hollywood uh, where someone's getting a, like shot with a machine gun and he's like jumping <laughs> the arms around yes. <laughs> looking over his shoulder towards his friend. It's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. But uh, he turns around and uh, Hightails it out of there, I suppose. Alright. I'm gonna actually use my bonus action to conjure back my shield, get rid of that wall. Alright. So my AC is back up to 18 before I run away. Alright, good. Then I only hit you twice that time. Out of the 10, 10 opportunity attacks you took, you got hit twice. Uh, oh my goodness. And I rolled a 1 and a 2 for damage. 2 points of damage? Yep. Alright, uh, I run up towards the archaeologist. Oh, deck save! Uh, did you pass it? Sure. Uh, 13. Alright, yes, you are able to get as far into that hallway as you like. Uh, just right next to the archaeologist, though? Uh, I'm gonna run up to the archaeologist and I'm gonna make an attack against him, but I'm just going to shove him into the hallway further. Oh, good idea. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm gonna say you have advantage on it because he is not expecting that. Okay. That's good. It's going to be a three otherwise. Uh, 21. Yeah, that, that definitely makes it. Alright. So I shove him in there. Another 10 feet. Uh, yep, I turn around and I'm going to stand with Podax and 
attack one of these dredges. Alright, go ahead. That is a 23 to hit. Yes. I've lost uh, concentration on my thunderous smite, so I won't be getting that. Okay. But the one I hit takes 12 points of bludgeoning damage. Alright, and that one had taken damage before, I'll say, so he is an inky pile. There is now only a single dredge left standing. Alright, and that'll be my turn. Alright, Nala, it is your turn. There is a single dredge, almost everybody is in the hallway, it's just kind of you two still out. How's... how? Get out. <laughs> yeah, but... Run. Just run. Don't ask how we are, just run. Run. No, I want you to survive. We'll survive. Run. This cavern is shaking even more, almost as if there is an earthquake happening. Hear the first order. Go. 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 I'm scared that you guys are going to go take a hit. Go! Wolf, we'll be fine. We can take a couple more hits. Give me a deck save, speaking of which. I swear to God, if you guys end up dying while I run out, I will bring you guys back and then kill you again and then probably die in the process myself. <laughs> That's a only... A threat to be feared. An 11. All right, that is not quite enough. Your speed is reduced by half and you are hit on the head with a stone. Okay. Um... I can still attack before I run, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll just do Word of Radiance on that dredge there. So a con save. Nails. Awesome. Okay. That's 14 points. Okay. Not quite enough to kill it, but pretty darn close. All right. And then run 15 feet up that hallway. Bonus action first. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> uh, you guys are going to get uh, my last mass healing word. Get a little bit more health. Oh, eight. All right. Yes, everybody is feeling very good at this point. Well, except for... Well, I guess you didn't take that much, did you, Bones? Yeah, I'm just under half. There you go. All right, so then you go 15 feet down that hallway, putting you right in front of the archaeologist. And Edmund's been sitting there this whole time, just not giving a crap. Yeah, the cat just, like, <laughs> seemingly almost as if it has this this divine sense of where the rocks are going to fall. Just kind of gets up and moves over as a rock falls right where it was and cleans itself for a while and then steps over <laughs> to the other side. Uh, yeah, he's totally cool. All right, on to the archaeologist who stumbles after having been shoved but continues. Oh, uh, and since he's in the hallway, he doesn't need to make the save. So he runs 30 feet and is right at the stairs leading out of this tunnel. We move on then to Matthias. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna maintain my crown of thorns and just laugh and take off running. Okay, anything before you go? Bonus action or whatever? Uh, no, I can't do anything else. Just All right, deck save, and then we'll see how far you get up the hall. Nope. All right, five points of damage, and you are right there next to Hope. Okay. All right, fifteen foot up the hallway. We are on to Audax. Uh, yeah, Audax. All right, you haul ass and run. Any attacks before you go? Nope. All right. Make a deck save. Oh, wait, no, you actually stepped into the hall. I am going to grab uh, uh, Nala as I'm running and actually... As your action? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so 15 feet to her, I'm going to say... Oh, no, she doesn't weigh enough. So, yeah, you're able to go another 15 feet past that. So you are right in front of the landing going up the stairs. We move on to all of the enemies. 
<laughs> and moon mode. Yeah, four moon mode. Four moon modes. That one dredge that is still barely standing um, attacks you. And then we'll get to all the other guys. Oh, I guess no. First the Mesoloth. Oh, he slaughtered that last one, so he... You said five more came out at the same time. That's true. That's true. Uh, thank you for correcting me in my, my wrongitude. So he, once again, slaughters... Yeah, he slaughters another dredge. Uh, just having a hell of a heyday. And rolls that, and that was an 18 to pass. So he is now on your trail. Reaction. No, that didn't work. So okay. okay. Uh, but still, he can't do anything because that was the end of his turn. Uh, what was your movement speed? Did you fail the last, um, uh, fail the last uh, dex check? I did not. Okay, so you would have been far enough away. These little dredges only have a movement speed of 20 feet, so they are not able to quite get up to you. The one dredge does and does not hit with either attack. Uh, and that is basically it. Five more dretches come out of the hallway, uh, out of the different cracks and whatnot in there. We then move on to you, Moonbones. All right. Uh, looking at all these crazy, uh, crazy creatures sort of pouring out of the caverns and whatnot, I'm going to slam my shield into the ground uh, in the tunnel and make a break for it. All right. Uh, go ahead and give me the deck. Oh, no, you got inside, just inside the tunnel, didn't you? Yep. All right, so yes, you are able to make it right to the edge of the landing, the stairs going up. We then restart initiative. Nala, you get out, I'm sure. The archaeologist finished getting out. Matthias, are you going to just dash? Yeah, just run up, just keep running with Moonbows. Right as you guys get to the top of those stairs, this earthquake like shaking collapses the tunnel behind you, sealing off all of the demons that were left. You all are able to take a breath. Check your pants. You're all okay, except for our archaeologist friend. He's definitely not okay. And he, for saving his life and for making the very wrong mistake of realizing that this was not actually an elf blade, but a flame tongue longsword, he gives it to you as a gift before vowing to to join a monastery and never again plunder ruins around here. I was going to say, I kind of want to just backhand him, but I do a really powerful unarm, so I'm kind of scared, too. <laughs> I'll do it for you. Yeah, 20. <laughs> Someone cast Death Lord on him. Oh, oh my gosh, I actually oh did. Virgil critted. <laughs> oh, Lord. Two, six plus five, 11 points. <laughs> just whack. Okay, with those 11 points, he has four. Oh, so I'm kidding. I was just kidding about okay, it. Okay, okay. Don't you like, dare undo my work. No, I was just kidding. I was kidding about the slap, and I'm like, I, just, yeah, just, I would crit, and I actually it, did. What if? Oh, my gosh, yes. All right, so you guys are able to return uh, to the Lord's Alliance, uh, having completed that. So somebody, one of you, will get this flaming, flame tongue longsword. I will let you guys fight out over who got that. <laughs> oh, we survived. We will, we will end here for this week. So thank you all very much. Next week when we arrive, we will be further on within the ta- Lost Tales of Mithranar. So everybody say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of the Homebrew Review. If you would like a chance to join our show and vote on who gets in and what material makes it, please visit our Patreon page where you can help support our podcast and possibly join the crew here. Also, if you would like to follow us, we are on Facebook at Guild Adventure. 
you can also find us on our website along with links to all the material at www.theadventuringguild.com. So thank you all very much and we hope to see you next week.